0: Alright guys, welcome back to the Short Story Long Podcast. I'm your host Sam Derrickson, joined by my co-host Andrew Dial. What's up guys? So it's been a little bit since we've done one of these. It's been we're, a while. We're not exactly sure what we're doing. Um, and I know it was before Prime Day that we actually did this because on Prime Day I picked up some new podcast equipment in anticipation of doing more podcasts and then proceeded to not do a podcast for over a month. So
1: this is a nice setup.
0: So, uh, so, so there you have it. So we've done quite a bit of things between then and now basically keeping both of us extremely busy, which is why we have not record a podcast. Part of the reason was I, uh, wanted to make sure we had some guests lined up, um, because I'm sure you guys are pretty much getting tired of Dozer and I talking to ourselves.
1: Yeah, just making mouth noises at each other.
0: Right. So, essentially, um, I kind of was trying to get some guys lined up, and that never happened. And I had one lined up for today, but he's flaking out on us. Uh, But Dozer's over here kidless tonight, and uh, I'm going to need some help on the GTX, which is what I've been primarily working on.
1: I see what's going on here.
0: So, I got to sucker him into some... uh, some free labor here in a little bit, so
1: well, our Monday nights instead of doing podcasts, we've been messing with that bridgeport mill
0: so that was one of the things on what's new. I guess we'd go right into that, so Dozer has fulfilled one of my i won't say lifelong dreams like I've always wanted a Bridgeport <laughs> mill um but ever since learning to run one, I have wanted one in my own personal collection, and uh. One of our mutual friends had one that was at his factory that was for sale and put a bid in on it and didn't hear anything for like a year.
1: It was a year, I bet.
0: And uh, then all of a sudden he's like, hey, you still interested in this thing?
1: Like, it'll be ready tomorrow to pick up. I'm like, uh.
0: (laughs) So I talked Dozer into getting it. And uh, we've got it installed and wired up to a spare Variable frequency drive from the press brake.
1: And you know, you talk about like you like keep junk your whole life thinking, like, I'll use this one day.
0: Like the jar of screws or something.
1: Yes. And I had that variable frequency drive from my press brake that it was giving me some issues. They thought it was the drive, but it ended up being a loose wire on the motor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll use this for a Bridgeport one day and just put it on the shelf. And I'll be damned. That is what happened.
0: So pretty excited about that. Um, I still need to get over there and uh, get it, get the head trammed in, get it ready to go, get the vice all squared away and put in there again, um, and then we can start making chips. So uh, yeah, pretty excited about that. Um, that was kind of like the either or tonight. It was uh, I could either come over and tram a vice in, or we could come to a podcast. And I think the decision was made to do the podcast because.
1: We, we can, thought we had a we thought we had a guest.
0: Well, A we thought we had a guest and B um we can do bridgeport stuff when there's kids around. Yes. Well, the kids need to be with mom in order to do a podcast. So, but we did have a guest host that we didn't get to record.
1: Yeah, we should have. Why huh?
0: why was down here and he was uh hearing himself in the headphones there and uh help and he actually helped me get the the equipment kind of squared away since changing everything around, I didn't really test anything before starting up tonight. So, um, yeah, we did that. And then, um, I just, this, this weekend went down to, uh, Nashville, Tennessee to the snap on franchisee conference. It's something that happens every year. Um,
2: it's always on
0: the same weekend as a car show. That's up in Mount Zion that I would want to go to one day, but work comes first. So, uh, I think we also had the, uh, T town tractor pole that was this weekend. Um, so obviously I missed that, but, um, the snap on conference is, uh, kind of the Mecca for snap on people, everybody from all of the United States, obviously Mexico, Canada and Japan all come to the North American franchisee conference. And I think all the other European countries have their own kind of centrally located, but doesn't pertain to me, so I don't have that much info. But I do know that the Canadians and the Japanese are running around there at that show, and they're kind of cool to hang out with. So um got to see the new products, got to order some stuff, and got uh, everything squared away and came on home. Uh, so that was the most recent news for me. And then before that, I've been working my butt off on the GTX. So it's been down. We've been talking about it over and over. Basically... Every step forward, there's two-step backwards. So I put disc brakes on the front, and in order to match the right-hand wheel studs that the new front brakes had, I had to replace the wheel studs in the rear. When I took the drum off of the rear to replace the wheel studs, I noticed a broken spring. So I thought, heck, I will put a whole brake shoe and spring kit in it. Well, I am not very good with drum brakes, and. The internet let me down or the car let me down or something, but I ordered two, the two different brake kits that were available for my 11 inch drums and neither of them was correct. So I made the poor decision to go ahead and switch over to disc brakes. So, order disc brake set up, put the disc brakes on while I'm putting the disc brakes on, I noticed that the bushings are blown out of the leaf springs on the driver's side. Well, super long story short. It's got brand new leaf springs and brand new shocks in the rear now, as well as brand new brakes. So this whole blown exhaust manifold has gone completely this will
1: be off the This will be the Sensuos story of a lifetime.
0: It has gone completely off the rails. We may do like a complete, a complete wrap up of the whole project once it's done. But today um, was a pretty good day for the car. F- uh, rewind a couple weeks ago. Dean was rocking and rolling, getting the engine back together. I was pretty excited to get it back and put it in the car, and uh, he asked me if I would happened to get push rods for the car. And I said, "Well, no, I, I have not. Uh, my push rods are good." Well, it turns out when you go from a flat tappet cam to a roller cam, the length of the push rod changes. So, super long story short, I go to looking for push rods. And I call up a place and they're like, yeah, let me go see if They're in stock. And then like, it was a, like a three or four call situation. Finally got a hold of a guy and I said, like, I think this is the set I want. And he said, okay, uh, I have this set or that set. Which set do you want? I said, I, I don't care. I just want them to fit. And I like looked on the 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 website, like I have this cam and this engine. It says I need these push rods. He said, well, what's the measurement? I said, I don't know. So I'm not selling you push rods until you tell me the measurements. And it's a good thing he did because the measurement I got and the measurement of the push rods that I found were off by over an inch.
1: Oh, mercy.
0: So I called him back today, and I said, here's my measurements. He said, okay, in 10 days you'll have a set. So back to the waiting game. So that's what's going on with the engine.
1: Well, what's new with me... <clears throat> I'm going to start maybe recent work backwards, I suppose. That'll probably be easiest. Because I'm trying to remember it's been so long. But uh, the big thing is our buddy Jason, an avid listener, uh, he's been fighting his, uh, his low range box that's in front of his transfer case in his Jeep for like, I think he said eight years. So he emailed tech support and was like, this is what it's doing. Like on the bench, it works perfect. You put it in the car or the Jeep, it doesn't work at all. And you can put it, in, put it in low and high, it's fine. And low, it pops out of gear. Well, the tech support gave him several different things to check. And one of them was you don't have the snapper, you don't have snap rings in your input shaft. And we took it apart and I'll be damned. There was an inch of inplay in his input shaft. That'd probably do it. No snap ring. So he's been fighting that and burning up clutches for like eight years over a snap ring. So that's, uh, that's interesting. That was cool. He said he couldn't decide if he should be relieved or pissed. Maybe both. It could be both.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd say half of him is probably relieved that it's not at a costly repair. Mm-hmm. But the other yeah, half of him it. is probably like kicking himself for dealing with it for so long. Mhm. And I mean, not to kick a guy while he's down, but I don't know how many times between the both of us we've said if your lower if your if your doubler would work, that obstacle would have been no problem. Right. Um
1: so So the cool thing is it's always pushed oil out of the breather too and we found multiple uh, reports or people have to run catch cans in them too because you've got such a small area f- of fluid. You know, it it probably holds less than a quart. So, if as you're going down the road, your fluid heats up, pushes it out. You don't really have a lot of extra. So he's gonna run a catch can. Well, a Mountain Dew bottle, he said. Oh Jesus! But so that'll be interesting if it'll quit spewing fluid out on him.
0: But what he should do is get. Uh, like a 12 ounce bottle of stag and put like a rubber stopper in the top of it. That'd be so poetic.
1: Yes. Well, the funny part I got thinking about is like the amount of stress and ideas and life, like there's no snap ring on the input, so it doesn't work. And it's like, well, I need to auto swap it. And if I'm going to auto swap it, I might as well put an LS in it. And if I'm going to LS it, I, you know, might as well do a heavy duty output and drive shafts. And if I'm going to do that, I might as well regear it. And it's like over a snap ring, the, uh, the $10,000 that got spent in between my mind, his mind and your mind on his Jeep right, was all because of a snap ring. So now I thought that was kind of interesting. It's like just off the deep end, like, well, low range box doesn't work. Guess a better LS swap. It.
0: Right. So, I mean, it's a slippery slope and to some extent that's happened on the GTX, but at the, at the same token. Everything that I'm doing to it, well, I can't say everything. The vast majority of things I'm doing to it are necessities. Really, they're like repairs. The the only thing would be the disc brake rear swap. I could have sought some help from someone wiser than me. Some of the elders. From the elder folk on how to properly do the drum brakes on that. But I watched multiple YouTube videos thinking I could easily conquer it by myself. That was not really the case. Um and basically I talked myself into doing disc breaks for multiple reasons. Um, but I mean, at the same time, like I don't feel like I will regret doing anything I've done.
1: Well, the only thing is if you were wanting to kind of leave it original, but you've done put a stroke or hemi in it at this point. So
0: So basically it's F the ha- <clears throat> excuse me, F the haters at this point because I don't really care what anybody else thinks. It's my car and I don't plan on getting rid of it anytime soon. So like you said, it's, it's repairs. Like, could I have gotten by with, you know, the leaf springs the way they were? I mean, I drove it for a whole summer that way. Um, but I'm I mean, going to,
1: everything you did to that car besides maybe the cam is going to make it a lot more enjoyable.
0: Well, Yes.
1: You know, and the, the better braking, better steering. Your steering, it's going to drive like a whole different car.
0: The 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 camshaft was is, is merely a noise uh, situation. I don't believe it's very aggressive. I know it's not aggressive lift wise. Um, I don't think it's very aggressive in any other. In any other factor except for overlap, just to make it slobbery when it's idling. Okay. Um, because it's not an easy task, like we've discussed, to find aftermarket parts that are not full-blown race parts for the 426 Hemi. Um, so it was borderline large for the 426 as far as lift goes. But now that it's a 472, I think it'll be.
1: This be fine. A lot of Cleveland fine. guys do that too, and you got great big heads. They'll put stroker cranks in Clevelands, and they drive way better because you've got a lot more airflow, and and it just all the parts match up better.
0: So I, I think the bottleneck on the air pump that is a 420 or 472 Hemi at this point will be the carburetor that I bought at an 870 cfm carburetor. I only bought it because I wanted electric choke and the only, the biggest carburetor you can buy with electric choke is the 870 street Avenger.
1: So it'll, uh, it'll surely make 600 horse at the crank, won't it?
0: I don't see any reason why it won't. Um, but, and I haven't measured, I have not measured the combustion chamber. Um, but there it's it's either going to be nine six or nine eight to one, depending on which heads it has. According according to Man Senior Racing on the Stroker Kit, which also according to Man Senior Racing, there was no clearance necessary on the block. Well, since my block is aftermarket, it was heavily clearance from the from the original factory. And I'm here to tell you, there's no way that crank would clear a stock block because there's probably 80,000ths of clearance between the rod and the block when it comes to that apex, mm-hmm. and it's clearanced a half inch or better. I mean, it's heavily, heavily clearance. Like, if you look at one of Deed's race motors on a 440, it's maybe a quarter of an inch, and this is double that. It's, uh, it's pretty impressive, really, but I, I mean, I don't know if those aftermarket heads are a smaller combustion chamber. I guess we'll find out. I mean, I'm not gonna run race fuel in it, but it's supposed to be a pump gas motor. I guess we'll find out.
1: What's Dean's temp try? Is he, Oh, it's gonna be mean, or is he just not really?
0: He won't. He won't really give me. He he won't really give me any feedback on that. Like I've been trying to feel him out, and because like the whole Marlene wines 383, it ain't stock. You know what I mean? Right. So I, you know, I said today because we measured the push rods, I was like, man, I really hope this thing's a runner. He's like, oh, it'll run. And that was kind of like all the more I got out of them. <laughs> right. So that, that could mean like it will fire up and drive or it'll blow the sk- skirts off of girls going down the road or something. I don't, I don't know what it's going to be. Well, so.
1: I know your dart has like 230 flywheel horsepower and it's, it's a pretty good time.
0: So here, going back to the boomers, I love you all to death, but for crying out loud, you guys have let me down. So when I first told people I was putting the 440 in the dark, oh man, you'll never keep that on the road. That's more power than you could ever handle, which in their defense, you know, a 68, 69 high compression 440 is probably a mean machine. I mean, they had more power than the Hemi, you know, factory advertised. Um, but it's very underwhelming when it only has seven and a half to one compression right. <laughs> and a flat camshaft. So, in their defense, so then, so then, I get the GTX, and I was like, "Oh man, baddest street motor ever made—the 426 Hemi. I mean, it's the fastest you know, jump a Coke can, you right. know, it'll, it'll, fastest car on the street. Hundred dollar bill on the dash, and it, it would not even do a burnout with a one with an open differential. Like, come on, man. <laughs> so, pretty disappointed in that. But we've come to find out since that there is many, 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 many things wrong with that engine. So, like, like you said, like every little thing that I've done is a huge improvement. I, I went with the upgraded modern feel steering because it was loose and everyone has always told me that power steering, the old power steering cars just were loose that way because of the gear ratio. They just felt loose going down the road. This was bad. And I'd never driven a power steering old car before. Never done it. Talked to plenty of people like, Hey, this is bad. And, and hindsight, I should know that if when I think something is bad, it's bad. there's a mechanical failure
1: because <laughs> <It's shitbox. laughs> I've owned
0: so many vehicles that I've daily driven with no issues and then let somebody else. Start. I don't know how you drive that death trap. Like <laughs> I couldn't keep it on the road, <laughs> like multiple Jeeps, multiple trucks, guys. I've, like, let, I've let people drive and they're like, this is, I don't know how you drive this every day. Like I just used it's to, it's like,
1: <laughs> it's like your girlfriend doesn't like driving your truck because it's too sloppy and then I drove it with, to missouri i was like this ain't bad yeah it's, it's not bad and then i put a steering box on it and now it's like a
0: cadillac yeah so anyway hindsight whatever so i put i i order the new steering box and i go to take the old one off before we go to indy to swap the steering box out and the bolts are loose like i can physically move the steering box on the k-member you know six eight inches so um after finding that out probably a stock steering box that was tight on the k-member would have possibly been just fine could have probably driven just fine but add that to the fact i got the modern feel on top of that and then torque the bolts properly with loctite hey i think we're i think we're on the right track so you know this hemi not running good couple that with we added a stroker and the carburetor is going to have secondaries that open.
1: That's, that'll be wild. <laughs>
0: like we, we might get somewhere, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of where we're at getting stuff going. And hopefully we've got, I think four weeks left before Bowling Green and a whole week and a half is going to get eight up with push rods. So I'm going to get a hold of Kyle, see if he can, uh, paint the engine block for me. Um, I think Dean tomorrow night said he's, I finally got the, the, uh, oil pickups. So he's going to get the oil pan on it, pick up in it, get the bottom end wrapped up, and then we're going to mask everything off and shoot it. And then after it's painted, then we can put intake and exhaust manifolds, water pump, all the stuff on the front, which I need to get over to your house and do some powder coating. Yes. Um,
1: mostly sandblasting,
0: mostly sandblasting and also powder coating. Um, some of the accessory brackets, valve covers, things of that nature, get those all squared away. um, but it's just kind of one of those things. You've got to do one thing every day. So hopefully, after yeah. the podcast, we can get some breaks.
1: Blood. That's been one thing I've not been doing well on the Falcon. Is one thing a day.
0: How is the Falcon coming?
1: It's not. It's been tore apart in my garage doing the nine inch for like two months. I, I'm I'm not. I'm excited about it still. I just can't seem to get to it. I I don't know.
0: I I think part of your problem, and this is just outside looking in, is. Like
1: are you doing a podcast?
0: Well, so some would say that doing a podcast subtracts from the available time it takes to build race cars. And my argument is we took a month off the of podcast and have gotten <laughs> no further. <laughs> um, anyway, no. So like it's almost like a futile effort in your mind at this point to have a running driving car by the end of car season. So at this point, it's like, well, you got all winter to, to, to get, get it going for next car cruising season. So I think that's kind of where the back burner situation is coming.
1: Well, in and, case. and Jason and I dreamed up, you always see like pictures of like guys older than us, like Josh Stork and Randy Dosenbrock. They go down the land between the lakes and camp on the lake, like on the beach. Mm-hmm. So we want to do that. Well, we're going to drive Jeeps down there. We're going to go across. Oh, pause it.
0: Hey, our guest is calling in. We're going to patch him through real fast. Mr. Toops, can you hear me? I can, bud. You are live on the podcast. Shut up. You are live.
1: What's yeah. going on? Well, no. What's going on, Mr. Toops? I can't, I can't talk
2: about it live on a podcast. Well, but.
1: that's fine. Are you coming this way or you got to reschedule?
2: Um, do you still want to?
1: Well, yeah. Well, absolutely. I'm
2: I'm, I'm passing
1: Matt Toon now.
0: Matt Toon, this is going to be a great story. I cannot wait. Well, sir, if you're still on your way, drive safe and uh, the door's unlocked when you get here.
1: Is the fucking. Am I really live on a podcast? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you're You're not live. You're you're being. you're being recorded. That will be later okay. released on the podcast. Like we're not broadcasting okay. live to all 13 <laughs> listeners.
1: So In 12 states. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to, we're we're just doing, yeah, we're I'll, just doing, way, a, we're I'll just doing as much as I can. Yeah. All right. That's all right. Be safe. All right. So anyway, <laughs> um, not sure what order this will
0: release in, but doesn't matter. Uh what what were we talking about? Oh, your your falcon.
1: My, yeah, my falcon. So me and Jason have dreamed up that we're gonna drive our jeeps down to land between the lakes, which is an impossible feat for my father. Uh he's losing sleep over it. Tom Tom? Yeah. Is Tom's not even going? No, but still he's super worried about it. To pause. So how many
0: years have we been doing stupid shit together?
1: Ye of little faith, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like,
0: for crying out loud, Tom, we've gone and done way dumber shit. Yeah. But anyway. You're
1: going to have your kids with you. I was like, if we break down on the side of the road, we've got a tent, like, we'll camp, like, it'll be fun. It'll be a good story. Yeah. The kids don't care as long as they're running around and... Got a charged iPad. That's you gotta, good. Yeah, you gotta think about your kids. Like, I am, like, they'll be fine. This is the recreational future of my family, yeah, Tom. Breaking down <laughs> along the side of the road will probably be the highlight of their life.
0: No kidding. So, so I digress. You're you're gonna so go Jason's on a wheel.
1: Jeep needs work, my Jeep needs work. So we did a test run camping at Lake Sarah. Uh, you know, put the tent up and stuff, which is good because like my tent was all froze up and needed Sam turned me on to dry spray lube. Oh, yeah, baby. So, uh, you know, my tent's all tuned up real nice. Secondary poles are opening. <laughs> uh, so, we're going to go on a camping adventure. The The main highlight will be we're going to take the ferry across the river. Oh, nice. I don't know if it's Walbash or Ohio. Somewhere down there, there's a ferry. You go across the river and, like they did it on Ultimate Adventure. Of course. So, this is like highlighted Jason's life. Oh my god! It'll be cool. I mean, I've been wanting to go across the ferry. Hey,
0: I'm here for it. We took a ferry. And I don't. And don't quote me on what it's what the name of it is, but it goes all the way across Lake Michigan, from okay. Michigan to Wisconsin and vice versa. And it, at the time this was shoot this was years ago. This was I was still in grade school, but it was a like a hydroplane catamaran, and the sun bitch went like forty knots. Oh dang! Yeah, it was like GD. It was like three hours to get across Lake Michigan, like that it was moving. Nice. Like you stand on the on the open bridge and like it you blow your hair
1: back. It's nice. pretty cool so i've I've got a lot of stress in my life. I don't stress over my kids' eating or light bill being paid, but I stress a lot over projects, okay, and like I gotta like realize like, hey, this stuff is just for fun, mm-hmm. so I've kind of cooled off on the Falcon for a little bit to do the jeep i mean i really i hated that jeep at first i absolutely hated it as a piece of crap but worked on it worked on it worked on it and i i mean i'll tell you what i've enjoyed the hell out of that jeep this summer like we got
0: it driving good yeah I mean, it's, and
1: yeah. it's got radio bluetooth and like my Jeep and song is uh Pink's song sober or whatever and i don't know why like my wife used to it used to play on her phone and she would link it now it's just like the one you just get in the jeep and start playing pink and just cruise yes
0: so this is your jeep and saw huh
1: did you have that pulled up already i just did imagine i close your eyes like you're in the jeep no doors it's a cool afternoon the sun's setting you're going to get some ice cream with the kids heading down the rock road at my house corn's about head high yeah i could i could vibe to this yeah exactly And it's got, like, the wakeboard speakers in it, so, you know, it sounds pretty good. So you're jamming. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just loving it. Like, don't do anything but put gas in it. And so it did die on me the other day driving, but. I don't know what that was about. So we were wanting to go get pizza with the kids, and uh, we got halfway to town, and it just, like, died on me. Okay. like, Like, the gauges were cycling, like somebody was turning the key on and off. Can bus issue? or Yeah. Well, it said it flashed bus. Yep. No bus. Yep. And uh, I was like, this ain't a bus. It's a Jeep. So it's obviously (laughs) confused. (laughs) So I pulled over and I was like, anytime you have a problem like that, you turn it off, turn it back on. Uh So I pulled over, turned it off, went to turn it back on, would not start. Uh Oh. So I was like, oh no. I popped the hood. I was like, I'll take the battery cables off, put them back on. We're going to do a hard reset
0: here. Sure, sure.
1: Um. Didn't have any tools with me. Right. So I like slammed the hood and I'm all pissed. I call my dad to like get a tow. I'm like, hey, my Jeep broke down because Laren was uh, getting stuff ready for the church picnic. She was on the prize committee. Mm-hmm. And he's a, he's like, oh, what now? Like all confused. You know, old guys are, <laughs> you know, like real confused on stuff. And I hit the key and it started. I was like, it started. See ya. Never mind, And hung up on him. So I asked the kids, we're halfway to get pizza. I said, should we go into town and get pizza or should we go home? They're like, pizza. Oh, like, of course, pizza. Yeah, because yeah, listening to, to children under the age of seven is always a good idea. Sure. Yep, yep. So yep. Uh, we headed into town to get pizza, and the whole time we are in the drive up, just gauges are cycling the whole time. Battery lights on. There's like a lightning bolt light on the dash, like Nick McCormick style. They can't tell you what it is. Like, oh, do forbid we label it. Yeah, yep. And just radios turning on and off. Headlights are flashing. I'm like, this is not good. So I get back on the road and head home. And like at speed, it seemed to like go away. Okay. And it seemed mildly uh, bump related. Uh If you'd hit a bump, it would Uh do it. And then it's never done it again. So
0: So the TIPM is a known culprit for issues like
1: that. And they're like bad when they get like packed full of mud, right? Right. And that Jeep's been packed full of mud mm-hmm. every light on the dash is on
0: yeah so that that one jeep that uh cody and i had was like the connection for it was like corroded gotcha so you may pull that apart and uh use some Not
1: under the hood that's the fu- the fuse block basically yeah. right Yep,
0: underneath the fuse block noted yeah. so
1: yeah, but I'm gonna V8 swap it. Maybe all that stuff will just go away anyway. Yeah, maybe. So yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs>
0: you put a Hemi in it, you'll need the tip them. So. So
1: uh, yeah, not doing that. <laughs> maybe, but Lame.
0: probably
1: not. Yeah. I want to be able to put a camshaft in it for 250 bucks. Yeah. So okay. uh, that did the church picnic. My wife and I volunteered more than usual this year at the church picnic, so that kept us busy. Um. Like, say, Falcon just kind of... Uh, I'm getting to that weird stage where the, the project is taking long enough that there's new technology coming out, and, like, I want to do new things, but, like, I already have old hardware bought. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've got a sniper kit. Well, now the Sniper 2 out. Right. And the Sniper 2, you can Bluetooth to your phone, and your phone is your gauges, and you can tune from your phone.
0: So you're going to sell me your sniper, yeah, or...? I mean,
1: I would. If you're interested, we could work a deal. Maybe. Well, honestly, if I do anything... I'm gonna put a forty two hundred in it.
0: So you're 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 Amera bound, huh?
1: I can't stop thinking about it, honestly.
0: You know? Well,
1: all right. So anyway, um besides that, planted food plots for the fall. Uh need to cut the loader off the tractor and redo that. And I've I've got no shortage of projects. It's honestly overwhelming. Need to put a new roof on my house, that I'm never gonna financially recover from that. <laughs> Did you ever call Paul? I didn't. Okay. I didn't. So anyway, so Sam has had these get to know your friends cards for since we started this podcast, I'm pretty sure. Just about. And all the time he's like, we should do this. So while we're waiting on Tubes to get here, which I assume will make Tubes' episode a different episode. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. uh, While we're waiting on him, let's stroll through some of these cards.
0: (laughs) So I'm I'm currently shuffling the deck. I opened these tonight. I have not ever read the any of these i've only read the back of the box that like has one sample so i can
1: can say i did watch him open take the cell phone off of it
0: um so this the first card in here says dudes whether you've known each other for 20 minutes or so they're like let me preface this which he has all these decks of cards i mean they're just like a deck of playing cards and there's different ones for different situations like there's couples married couples kids Guys night, girls night, you know, these are, I've got the friends and the guys night, are these John Deloney cards, John Deloney cards. Yes, sir. Um,
1: Let me. Sam's new hero.
0: So there's guys night and then friends is what I have. So guys night is what I've opened. And there's
1: okay. this friends. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So
0: the first card says, whether you've known each other for 20 minutes or 20 years, these questions will help you learn and practice the skill of friendship. Take turns, picking a card, asking questions and listening. Be honest. Don't flex laugh. <laughs> and with each laugh with and at each other and turn off the game. So um I guess I'll just stack these right here in the middle. I've shuffled them. I'll grab one. And I, there's no law that says you have to do a certain way or certain order. Okay. Um So I guess I'll read a question, then you answer it, and then I'll rebuttal and then vice versa. Sound good?
1: All righty. Let's do it.
0: What's the best or worst advice you've ever been given? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've already thought of what it
1: is. I don't. What? I don't know. I I
0: figured it'd be ninety six foot
1: pounds. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's some of the worst advice for sure. Yep. Uh that's when Sam gave me the improper torque spec on a three bolt. Yeah. Was looking back now, I should have known that. That's like half inch territory. Right. But. uh, Huh. oh shoot. Uh I would say uh when my wife and I were trying to get out of debt Dave Ramsey style, her brother told us that you're never going to be out of debt so you might as well just enjoy it. I thought that that was pretty bad advice. That was bad advice. Okay. Yeah.
0: And what what would you what would you say would be the best?
1: The best advice? Yep. Uh, a guy I worked with at uh Guy I worked with at uh, Illinois Department of Transportation the summer after my senior year would always say, no matter where you go, there you are. so Okay. All right. uh, There's so much good advice, and so I I don't know how to... To pinpoint it down. uh, To pinpoint it down. Uh, Probably the the most life-changing thing was the Andy Frazella talking about your bitch voice. Okay. And, like, you will tell yourself stories, so you feel good about being a piece of shit, basically. Right. Like, and I would do it all the time. Like, like oh, I need to go for a run in the morning and lose weight. And you, like, start running. You're like, oh, man, like, you know, your shoulder's been bothering you. you probably shouldn't run. Like, yeah, yeah, I shouldn't run. You know, mm. just shit like that all the time.
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, oh, well, you know, you walked a lot of work. lot. You don't need to run. Just take it easy today. And it's like, like, oh, you have a cheat day. Like, motherfucker, like, I've had 30 years of cheat days. Right. Um, and it goes for that, like in business and fitness and all that too. And I'm nowhere near that fit, but I've, I've been working on it. So that was, that was probably life changing. And another, another good advice was you don't give what you don't ask for. I sure. Don't, I don't really, it was some business book. I think it was probably like Grant Cardone, but like, I like started noticing that in life. Like, man, like I'd like, I'd like a dollar more out of this product. Just ask for it. Right. Like when you post it for sale, list it for a dollar higher. So what about you, Sam?
0: I'd say the best advice um, would be to start a budget. And I don't know who gave me that advice, but I was, I remember I was working at Versatech and I was kind of half-assed listening to Ramsey and I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, like on my lunch break, I'd turn the radio on or whatever. But then I don't remember if it was a guy that worked there or somebody else, or it may have been you. I'm not Laren sure.
1: Lauren and I were doing Dave Ramsey at that point. But
0: so. but like you had done it, and then like I was like, oh, that's gay, that's stupid, or whatever. And but it, whether it was you or whether it wasn't, like
1: I remember like when I found out you were doing it, I'm like, yeah, my yeah. friend.
0: And uh, and like that, like the Ramsey says, it's like giving yourself a raise, and it truly was. Like it was pretty eye opening to see how much money I spent on. Really, stuff that didn't need to be spent on. So
1: I know when Laren and I did our first budget, we were spending three hundred dollars a weekend at restaurants and bars. Right. Like no wonder why we're broke.
0: Yeah, I think I think I was spending five hundred dollars a month eating out because, like, I just you know lunchtime I just go to the you know McDonald's or Dairy Queen or whatever and grab bite to eat and didn't think anything of it, you know, $12 right. what, you know, screw it, whatever, you know, I, I can afford it. And after, after not even attempting to s- cut down on spending, just doing the budget and putting it on paper and seeing where the money was going, I was like, okay, now I have more money to put towards different things. And then if you really challenge yourself, like, how about I only spend $300 this month on eating out, And then I have another $200 to spend on other stuff. So I'd probably say that's that's the best advice I got.
1: Yeah, I'd say Dave Ramsey stuff. And I know some people don't like it, but at least getting on top of the rat race and the paycheck to paycheck. Like, you know, Dave Ramsey probably won't make you the next billionaire by any means. But if you're stuck... Paycheck to paycheck, stuck in the rat race, you know, can't get ahead. Like, that's a damn good place to start.
0: Sure. And it, yeah. I'll I'll give you that. My turn to It's your turn, yes, sir.
1: Do you believe in ghosts? Why or why not?
0: Do I believe in ghosts? Yes, I believe in ghosts. Um why? Because there's just so many, there's so many things that are unexplainable that just happen. And like, like some of it's in jest, but like, I, I don't, I don't want to say like Casper's floating around or, or whatever that green dude is from uh ghostbusters is, is floating around. But like, I definitely believe that there are spirits that are, uh, restless that are not, that have not found their way to where they're going to end up, whether it be, you know, heaven or hell or whatever, I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, there's, there's, there's definitely a, uh, a supernatural aspect to life. And like in kind of more of a funny way, like we always say the, that there's a ghost at least tool sales. Um, cause like, stuff will go missing or like a, a sock will be missing out of a set. No one knows who did it. Like no, like there's only seven people that work there. Not a single person says they took the socket out of the set, you know? Mm. So it must be the ghost, right? Well, it's, it's a older metal building. And if you are there by yourself at night, it's pretty creepy. Yeah. There's sounds, there's like doors will open and shut. Like it's, uh, it's pretty creepy. And, um, I grew up with uh, a great aunt that was extremely superstitious, extremely superstitious. And her dad, which would be my great grandfather, um, was even more superstitious because one time a bird flew into the house and he believed that if a bird flies in your house and you let it leave, someone in your family will die. So he proceeds to unload his 38 special through the roof of the house trying to kill the bird. Doesn't ever kill the bird. Oh, my God. put six holes in the roof of his house <laughs> trying to kill a bird. Um, and she talked about how um, she thought there was a ghost in her house, um, and she thinks that someone was killed there because there was a bloodstain on the ceiling of the bathroom that no matter how many times you painted over it or covered it or cleaned it or whatever, the bloodstain kept coming back. In hindsight is probably just a water leak
1: probably a water leak, but yeah. uh
0: she <laughs> swore up and down it was it was a blood stain and but the the weird part was is you could go into the attic where it would be directly above the stain, and there was no water damage up there, so it had to been between the floor of the attic and the ceiling of the bathroom, which water does weird things you know. and and it's never had a roof put on it in since so it's had a roof put on it, but it's had that stain come back since the roof's been put on it. And since my dad's been living there, I actually asked him last time we were eating lunch together, if the stain had ever come back. And he said, it's never come back, which my aunt's long passed away now, but maybe the ghost was after her not my dad. I don't know, but I
1: I assume your dad believes in it. Or no, uh, I could see either way. I could I, see either it could way. go both. I've never, I, I, I oh, the great Lord looks out for me. There ain't no ghosts around, you know, or yeah. like, oh yeah, the ghosts. Like I, I don't yeah. know which direction. Yeah, it's you would it's, go with that. It could be either way.
0: It, it it could go either way. But what about you? Do you believe in ghosts?
1: So I do. Um, I dated a girl in high school. Who lived in an old house. And like we were the only ones there, and like she's like, "Oh yeah, there's ghosts here," like dead serious. And it seems like if you ever talk to somebody who lives in a house with ghosts, they're just like used to it, right? You know what I mean? They're like, "Ah, that's the ghost," you know. So we were we were like alone watching TV or whatever, only only people there, and like you could hear wherever we were at, like you could hear something walking in the kitchen. And, like, they were definitely, like, walking around the island. Mm-hmm. Like, we were the only ones there. And she's like, oh, that's just the ghost. I'm like, what the, f-? you know what I mean? And so Randy Wellbaum grew up in a house in T-Town that is haunted, they say. And him and his brothers and his sisters and everybody swear, like, yeah, it's haunted. But they're the same way. They're like, yeah, it's just a ghost, you know. And, and I, I don't know you get desensitized to it or whatever.
0: But. Well, I'm that I'm that way, at least tool sales now, because I, I work late a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll be downstairs, work on the computer or upstairs or whatever, and I'll hear a door slam. And like it, like, it used to be like, I'd go downstairs, like someone's here, like they're robbing the place. And like, mm-hmm. I just I don't even care. Like, it's just like, I know the doors are locked. It's just the ghost. Like, he's just having a good old time, but I do have a real ghost story. And I don't know if Dylan's going to listen to this or not, but. If he does, you can, you can call into the podcast, Dylan, but we were in Dylan. You remember Dylan's black Honda civic, the honey hauler. Mm -hmm. So we were in the honey hauler as me and Dylan. And I'm 99% sure it was Carter Wills. And, uh, you know, where, um, the Lorton Lorton bottoms are over by Cody's house, like between Beecher city and Cowden, like, Mm -hmm. uh, like the Southern route to get through there. We were mobbing through there just out in that direction and we come up over this little crest probably doing 50 60 mile an hour just cruising subwoofers blaring you know it's probably two in the morning i mean it was late we we were drinking or had been drinking or whatever and i think we're going to cody's house we were going to or from cody's house and we crest this hill and there's a woman in the middle of the road wearing all white like a like a long dress like a 1800s, like old dress with like the the pillow, like the billowing mm-hmm. dress. And we all three of us screamed, slammed on the brakes, like went straight through her, turned around, came back and looked like got out of the car, like looked like we thought we killed a lady. Yeah. And we would look for 20 minutes for this chick, couldn't find her anywhere. And it was like about 60 yards away from like a, like a pole light on a, on a, on a light pole. And, like, we had our flashlights on our phones out, and we, like, looked in all the ditches, like, looked there, like, screaming and hollering looking for something. Like, all three are like, did you see, like, we thought, like, did you see that? Just, like, we, we all saw it. Like, yeah. they, this bitch was definitely a ghost in the middle of the road. 100%. Damn. So.
1: I've never heard that story. These are good cards. They
0: are good cards. Damn. My turn. Okay. Would you last longer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> would it's you, like it's like fortune cookies. You got to add in bed to all these. Yeah.
0: Would you last longer in a fight with a grizzly bear or a gorilla?
1: Holy shit! <laughs> uh, hmm. I would say gorilla. Gorilla? Yeah.
0: Because why?
1: Grizzly bears are just giant. Like they're just like tear you up. I don't know. They're just way more. Pro- I know gorillas are mean too, but.
0: So I think you'd have to preface this question because either way, I like if, if I was the same distance that I am from you now from a grizzly bear, I think I would just get freaking eight. Right. But like a gorilla, like unless, unless you got his kid or like are fucking with him, I feel like he would just be like, just indifferent.
1: But a grizzly bear, you can pay, play dead.
0: Can you? Yeah,
1: it's black bears you can't, but grizzly you can.
0: So black, so and and that and I've never met a grizzly bear like in person, like up close. But I've met black bears on the trail down in Tennessee, and those some bitches are scaredy cats. Like they run away from you. Which I mean, grant our machines are loud too, but at the same time, like they're wild animals. Unless you're threatening something they want or their right. kin or whatever, like you're good. But I guess if you preface the question like... So,
1: what you're, you're saying you're is straight,
0: like... Like, you're straight up in the fight. Like, the fight has commenced for yeah, like one reason or yeah, another. Exactly. It's happening. Yeah, like, it's, it's going, going down. down. <laughs> <laughs> so and like, do you have any
1: weapons, you know? I, I don't no, know. I feel like like the cosplay nerds, you know, where they, like, go over, like, comic books and like,
0: stuff. Let, like let me that. see if I can roll a nine for defense or yeah. some shit. Um, no, I don't know. So, okay. So... I would last long. So, your your answer as a gorilla?
1: I think I'd last longer against a gorilla because
0: of Just, just the sheer size. Yes. Okay. Well, I would say a gorilla also because I feel like they'd be equally as strong. But a gorilla doesn't have claws that'll like rip your freaking jugular vein, right? So, like, he might beat the shit out of me, but like, it won't feel good. But like, I feel like I would live longer.
1: Like we're dying either way. Like we're we're just, they're
0: dead either way. Do you have but. any
1: guns and stuff? You know, that's like, like I don't know. The thing to your right is the only thing you have to defend yourself. Oh, I got a twisted i I'm good to go with the gorilla here. <laughs> Gift of peace.
0: No, remember the twisted T? Like that? Like it morphs from a twisted T into a baseball bat because the. The video, the video, the dude, the black guy that smashed a freaking crackhead with a oh, twisted yes. T. Yeah, like, see, I'm yeah. telling you, it's a tall boy twisted T. I'm good. You just <laughs> jam it right on his head. Done.
1: Oh, oh, oh shoot. shoot. <laughs> what job is way overpaid? What job is criminally underpaid? So...
0: I guess I'll just go with the most recent finding. Uh UPS driver. I
1: was just gonna say that.
0: Dude, Mitch does not list this podcast, but he had to deliver. We ordered a bunch of chairs for a promo, and <laughs> he backs into the shop just raising holy hell. Who ordered all these damn chairs? And Brent was like, Sam did. And I was like, Yeah, I asked the lady are these getting shipped UPS or FedEx? And she said, FedEx. I said, I'll only buy them if they get shipped UPS because Mitch has to deliver Is that a true story? Yeah, I said that. T- no, it's not a true story at all. Okay. Because Brent ordered them. Okay. But Mitch was throwing a fist, so I, <laughs> I, I was playing along. <laughs> oh, geez. So anyway, a kid makes $41 an hour and does nothing but bitch all day long. I've,
1: I've dealt with UPS drivers for the last 15 years at work, and I've never met one that was in a good mood right though i guarantee if you're a ups driver you would fucking raise hell too because like they do do some like bullshit like mix up their packages and like there'll be 12 packages for one stop and they're spread all throughout the truck like right. wow, would piss a guy off yeah I, I i
0: mean every job's gonna have its bitch but they're they're compensated well i would say
1: so criminally crim wow i can't talk crim and Nali underpaid I think is the people who wipe asses at nursing homes.
0: I I would agree with that. And I think every CNA in the world would agree with that. Um,
1: And probably uh, like EMTs and stuff. They make like $14 an hour.
0: So EMTs make nothing. Paramedics are well-paid Gotcha. by comparison. Um, But yeah, just to get your EMT license and go ride in a, up an ambulance and and see and deal with the kind of stuff they do so like there's a bunch so like an emt way underpaid um many teachers are way underpaid i i feel like i mean these people spend upwards of a hundred thousand dollars to get a degree just to make forty thousand dollars a year and probably not in our area but like if you are a high school teacher in a bigger city, having to deal with all those shitheads, I couldn't do it.
1: So I saw a uh, Instagram reel the other day. It was of a teacher, one of his students go, Like, hey, you're really smart. Like you should like go teach somewhere else. Like you would you're you would be way better off somewhere else. And he's like, Well, actually I'm on a program, I get paid extra for teaching under like underprivileged children. And they're like, Oh my God, we're, we're the underprivileged, we're the under-privileged <laughs> children. And I he's like, oops. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Oh shoot.
0: Which of us has the best style? Which of us has the worst style?
1: Oh, that's probably Sam
0: for the worst style,
1: best style,
0: best style, why Why is that?
1: I don't know. I just don't feel like I'm a stylish person.
0: Oh. Well, the only reason would be because my girlfriend insists on it. She's So I wear Dickies shorts for work, and they've been the same shorts that I've had for seven years. Many moons. And I adopted them from CW Motorsports because he had the same ones and he put his little logo on the leg. And I thought, you know what? These are comfortable. I like them because I had a pair of CW shorts. So I got some from Dozer and had them embroidered. And I've been wearing them ever since. And they're dicky, so they last forever. Um, well,
1: you don't even know we're working them. Yeah. They're, <laughs>
0: they're a 13-inch inseam, so they're... Below the knee, which was in style 10 years ago, yes, now it is not when everyone was wearing DC shoes and long shorts. Now she's like, Oh, you gonna wear your capris today? Like, <laughs> yeah, I am because they're freaking comfortable.
1: That's like your ex girlfriend Lisa making fun of me for wearing jean shorts. Like, I had no idea. Like, I thought jean shorts were okay, <laughs> apparently, it was not. Yeah, you cannot. Oh, and I was your also, shorts. For, those are where's jorts. I was also informed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was also informed that cargo shorts are not in style either
1: Ooh, that's the only thing i got is cargo shorts and jorts <laughs> uh, and when i work out i wear like 13 inch inseam like gym shorts right I Saw all on instagram reel, It's like don't wear those like it makes your legs look short they like get caught when you're like doing high knees and stuff which they do so I was like, Am I? Do I need to get shorty shorts? Like,
0: I mean, I- the the '80s basketball shorts where your junk hangs out. That's what's in style right I now.
1: Yes. I mean, I'm pretty fat, but like my legs are pretty toned, so I think I could pull it off.
0: Yeah. Uh, Amanda gives me shit all the time. Like, are you gonna wear a caprice today? Like, show off, show off them knees. Like, <laughs> what? Like, why do you kidding?
1: <laughs> mean, maybe she's into it. I mean, maybe she is. Push I don't knees think. on that boy. <laughs>
0: I thought girls run into calves. I don't know. I, I, I could be wrong. Hey,
1: well, if they like cows, they like cows.
0: <laughs> oh, shoot. It's your turn. Oh, gee, I need
1: to quit clicking this pin in everybody's ear.
0: One more. One more, and then we'll, we'll end it.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm excited to know where this... Uh, we almost should have looked at these ahead of time so we could think about it. That's what the is, whole point is that you can't think about what it. What is the best prank you've ever, ever played?
2: <laughs>
0: oh, oh, the oh, ah, the the only one that I guess I guess. To do these cards right, it's the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. So it may not be the best, but the one that is oh, forefront. God, I didn't know that. The, I mean, I don't know that. I'm, I'm just guessing. Okay. The, the, the one that's at the forefront of my mind is trolling Jason to tell like to make him think that I was a liberal the whole time he knew knew me for like a year he thought I was a flaming liberal.
1: I didn't I don't remember that. You don't know you don't remember that? No.
0: It comes on my time hop every year, successful troll was successful. When Jason finds out I'm a Republican or something like that. You don't remember that? <laughs> no, You'll have to ask him about not. it. Do you remember when you thought Sam was a liberal? Because like, I was like, dude, Obama's the greatest president ever. He's like, no, no.
2: <laughs> 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 you don't remember that? Oh,
1: so geez. my favorite one is semi-related to Jason, and you were there. Okay. You did it, actually. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so do you remember... When I first bought my house, Jason and Eric lived there. Yes, I do. And Jason moved in his ex-wife, which was then just his girlfriend. Right. Like, after, like, in the middle of the first date, she sure. moved in. Yep. And, like, everybody was not happy about it. Because, like, we don't even know this lady. She's a stranger. Yeah. So, and, like, and you're just dating, like, for a week? What the... was even that. It was, like, after the first date. But anyway... um, but Laren and I were getting married and we wanted our house. And like Jason was, we're kind of worried whether Jason was going to get moved out or not. Right. So we're at Eric's and you didn't have unlimited texting. So you have the app where you would text people from the app. Oh, remember that? Yeah. So you it started was a different phone number. It's a different phone number. So you started texting Laren about pretending to be Brie about how you're not moving out. And this is my house, not your house. And remember she was like, fucking hot like (laughs) she was hot like pissed i I vaguely vaguely remember this like her and jamie were like screaming and at the phone and stuff and like finally we had to tell them we're like we're just kidding we're (laughs) we're just kidding so i remember to this day i don't know who said it but the term phantom brie got brought up Oh, she's like, are you telling me Sam is Phantom (laughs) Bree? And or maybe you said or something. So like, Phantom Bree has like always been like a joke. But like, (laughs) she got so pissed, like she left and like didn't talk to me for a while. (laughs) So have you have you
0: seen? I think you should leave. Uh, -uh. was that. So the guy, are you sure
1: about that? Okay, Um, so I'm I'm aware of it. I've never watched where that
0: came from. And there's a skit where he's like, I. The baby doesn't like me because he knows I used to be a piece of shit. And he's like, you're not a piece of shit. No, I know I'm not a piece of shit, but I used to be a piece of shit. (laughs) Me and Brent, like, talk about that skill all the time. I'll play it for you after this episode. But, like,
2: (laughs) I used to be a piece of
1: shit. Oh, shoot. And then the other... We've kind of been picking on Jason on this.
0: <laughs> it's, it's like it's all it's like the brunt of all our trolling is Jason. So
1: <laughs> there's so many. So when when he was moving out, he was moving in with his then girlfriend, now ex wife. <laughs> and we didn't think that was a good idea. So Sam went to Staples. So you gotta we we
0: all watched How I Met Your Mother. Like we loved that show, How I Met Your Mother. And the main character was was dating this gal named Quinn Q U I N N, and his friends like she's no good for you. Like he's like, oh, I love her, whatever, I love her. So they have a banner made in his apartment, and he gets home, and they like unveil this banner. They're having a Quinn intervention, like an intervention about Quinn to get him to stop dating her, and they all like pass the pillow and they all talk or whatever. So you know commence with the story
1: so we decide that you know because we're looking out for our buddy jason who told us to never let him you know make another female mistake again we were wanting to look out for him so Cause sam
0: because he, he had made one or two in the past
1: sam lived in mattoon which there's a staples it was so sam goes to staples and have has them print off what, an 8, 10-foot banner? It was 8 foot long, yeah. It was 8 foot that said "Brentervention" Or Brie,
0: B-R-I-N-T-E-R-V-E-N-T-I-O-N.
1: So we decide, things are pretty heated between our friendship at this point with Jason, so we decide, like, he's going to come in and rip this off the wall. So we were remodeling the house anyway, so we spray-painted Brintervention behind it. And then taped it over the top. Tape, and then taped it, because we were wanting him to rip it off the wall. And he did! <laughs> and then <it'd be> spray <laughs> he didn't rip it off in front of us, but cause she was, (coughs) she was coming over to like help him move stuff out or something. I'm sure. No, no. Cause he saw
0: it and he's like, what the fuck? And whatever. And we're like, it's the deal. And like, He's like, this This is not cool, guys. This is not cool. So is the the old like floral print couch was underneath that That's wall. That's correct. I remember that. He climbs up on the couch, rips it down, <laughs> <sinks the> spray <laughs> painted behind it, and he just like-
1: He like most, sunk into the couch. Most <laughs> defeated look. He just
0: sinks down into the couch, and he just And
1: like, you're like, we're glad you're here. <laughs> 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 oh, That wasn't even a prank, really. I mean, the spray painted behind, but- Yeah. And then I, when he was down in the creek-
0: yeah, the, the creek one was great because he. we've talked about this in the past. He was he was backed off in the creek with the Jeep, and he had previously been in trouble for urban wheeling. Yes. And he was struggling getting up the creek, and we are like, cops,
1: cops, cops. <laughs> and he
0: proceeds to, like, rape the shit out of his clutch trying to get out of the yeah. creek. Oh, All shit. right,
1: well, we're going to cut this one. We're going to turn this one off here, shut it down. So
0: thanks for riding along with us, guys, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one.
2: while since i could hold my head